Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, let's think about protecting your home here for a second. Uh, if you want to protect your home, you may have several different ways to go. A home security system, homeowner's insurance, um, and those are good things, necessary things, things you need. But neither a home security system nor your homeowner's insurance can protect you from cyber criminals committing home title fraud. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature on documents stating that you sold your home to the criminal. Then the criminal is able to take out loans against uh, your equity now it's complicated the the bottom line is though you don't really need to understand it the criminals already do and so they are going to make you go through an incredible amount of time and money trying to reverse this imagine working with banks and insurance companies and local governments and all the rest to try to unwind this problem you don't want to do it home title lock stops it before it starts puts a barrier around your home's title the instant they detect anyone whether it's a cyber thief a renter even a relative trying to forge their way onto your home's title they help shut it down. This is a problem you don't want to hassle with, and Home Title Lock can make that happen for you. HomeTitleLock.com, register your address, and see if you're already a victim. Enter the code RADIO for your 60-day money-back guarantee. HomeTitleLock.com, uh, the code is RADIO, 60-day money-back guarantee. HomeTitleLock.com, code is RADIO. Welcome to Monday. I want to begin with good news. We've been here before. I'll explain in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Jane wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I had so much back pain, I could barely walk. After back surgery, I went to physical therapy. I still didn't get really any relief. I had to use canes and walkers. Then I tried Relief Factor. And now I basically have no pain. I go to the gym now, more or less pain-free. Thank you. Thank you for Relief Factor. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, please just give it a try. It doesn't work for everybody. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. Please give it a shot. You have everything to gain. You can get your life back and only 20 bucks to lose if you're part of the 30% that it just doesn't seem to work on. 
three-week quick start developed for you 1995 right now it's a dollar a day like a trial pack try it for three weeks if it's starting to work for you keep taking it if not you know 800-4-RELIEF 1-800-4-RELIEF 1995 three-week quick start relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com relief factor feel the difference We've been here before. I remember the 1970s. I remember Welcome Back, Cotter, Happy Days, and the seemingly endless summers where our only instructions from our parents were to be home before dark. The sound of the screen door slamming shut as we ran to play with our friends. It was very different from the violent 60s, you know, the love decade. For years, the 1960s has bothered me personally. I always thought it was an incredibly selfish age. While it said it cared about others, most of it, it seemed to me, was only about getting high and sleeping with whomever or whatever you wanted. No rules to me always seemed like no responsibilities, dude. It always seemed to me as an angry and arrogant generation. With really no respect with for what came before because it just knew better that was wrong that was old we just know better we're going to change things and to hell with the rest of everyone else the assassinations the bombings the riots eventually grew old eventually you run out of mud to roll around in But as always, the truth is somewhere in between the extremes. There were real problems with race, politics, love, war, and blind loyalty. In the 1960s, it was an era of assassinations. Kennedy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Martin Luther King was killed. Malcolm X was killed. And finally, at the end of the decade, RFK Jr. was killed. And who stepped in? Johnson, a racist, ended up crafting the great society and became the civil rights icon? How did that happen? Somehow, without question. As his policymakers said he would fight and win the war on poverty... His actions actually enslaved, not freed people. In fact, people of all races now are getting caught into the slavery trap of this government. And then the answer to that was Nixon. I want to say this to the television audience. I made my mistakes. Nixon was the answer for the other side. And as we know, many times, the other side is just as bad. I've earned every cent. Because we fight over the two parties, we become tribal and we fight blindly for things and people that we would never really fight for if we hadn't been convinced the other side was the enemy. The 1960s, I think, was just an abomination. And then the 70s came. Was that any better? Things changed. In the 1970s, they kind of changed. I mean, we weren't killing each other in the streets and burning our cities down. But we went into a different place. Things were still changing and bubbling under the surface. 
roles of men and women were changing. Parents changed. America was changing. We had gas lines and cold winters with no heating oil, inflation, American factories closed. It seemed no one could get a job and hope was a thing of the past. I remember the symbol of American might and know-how, the big American car. It become a boat. It was a joke. Our military had become a joke. And soon we all seemingly all felt America would be a joke if it wasn't already. New York City was a crime-ridden hellhole. And the generation after the hippies left home, my generation was the first generation that had to have all their candy checked for razor blades or poison. And it was then that a movie came out. It was Saturday Night Fever. It's a pretty bad movie, honestly. But it's a time capsule. It's a marker in space-time. And it wasn't really about the music. It reflected the era. It reflected what was happening at our dinner tables. Every time you mention Frank Jr., you gotta cross yourself. He's a priest, ain't he? Father Frank Jr., your brother. Your mother doesn't have too much to cross yourself about these days. You're so jealous of Frank Jr. Oh, shut up, will you? Hey! Hey! Boom! And a shirt, watch the shirt, stupid. Okay. All right, come on. Manja, manja. Go ahead. I got more pork chops, more spaghetti. What do you mean you got more pork chops? I'm out of work. Yeah, well, as long as we got a dollar left, we eat good in this house. What? Yeah, I might even get a job myself. I tell you, Will. 25 years in construction work, I always burn him a paycheck. What, six, seven months I'm out of work? And all of a sudden, what? You hit me. And talking back. All right, all right. Talking about getting right. a job and hitting all right, me. All right, no hitting, no slamming at the dinner table. Okay, that's the rule. Hmm? And you was the one who's hitting. You never hit me before. Never. Not in front of the kids. One pork chop! One! Hey, Frank! It's disgusting, right? Sick. We just washed the hair. Even all the way down to the sounds of church bells ringing in the neighborhood behind. The tension between mom and dad over money, over job, over roles, and the kid pulling more and more inside of himself. Hey, watch the hair as the family and seemingly the whole world was crumbling. The movie also shows us a time where we knew things. We talked to each other. We told each other stories. Yes, believe it or not, we spoke to one another. There were no cell phones and there was no Google. See how tall that bridge is? That bridge, that tower right there goes up 690 feet. They got 40 million cars going across there a year. 127,000 tons of steel is involved in that. The concrete there, yeah, they got almost three quarter million yards of concrete. That's right. The center span right there, it's 4,260 feet Many old. of us, at least my age, have been here before. We know these times. Hard times made us. Perhaps we become the parents now in the movie. And we forget that we were once actually the kids 
that could actually see a way out. They were seemingly just worried about our hair, but not really. We were the kids that felt hope. Only then to have someone in our life blow that flame out. We were once there. Oof. And we're here again. But this time, this time, we know how the story ends. This time, my generation is old enough and strong enough to tell the hippies, we've had enough. I've never expressed this out loud before. But I've always had a problem with the 60s. I've always had a problem with the hippie era. And it comes from someplace very personal. It comes from my childhood. It's time to tell the hippies, knock it off. You've had your fun. You set yourself free and you found yourself. You had your sex- sexual liberation. And the rest of us have paid the bill. We have cured the diseases. We were there to pick up the pieces of our destroyed families after you left. You gathered the kindling for the bonfire of the vanities. You were raising kids in what you say was the era of greed, the 1980s. But it wasn't me that was the yuppie. It was your generation that was the yuppie, not mine, and certainly not our parents. It was your generation that fought against the U.S. in Vietnam and the Cold War. You were the ones saying that Reagan is a warmonger and he's going to get us all vaporized. You went on with your life, but it was my generation as a kid that woke up with night terrors night after night about being vaporized because of your political propaganda. I got news for you. It wasn't our parents that arrogantly said we could have it all. It was your generation. It was you and your generation. You brought us the Clinton years where we could have it all. Pets.com. You got to get in. Crash. You brought us the Obama years. Hey, get this loan. Everyone can have a loan. Everyone should have a house. Crash. You brought us these times because weak men bring hard times. Here you are now way past your prime. And you will not retire from so-called public service. Do you know this is the oldest by far the oldest generation to ever serve in Congress and the White House by far We have people who don't even understand how a phone works. And why is that? Are they serving because they're living longer? No, no. It's because they are the hippie generation. They are the generation that I and others my age have lived in the shadow of the whole time. The hippie generation, the generation that has been arrogant and greedy and all about themselves the entire time. It's why they're all getting rich in Congress. It's why they're all staying in Congress. They're arrogant and greedy. They always have been and always will be. 
Now, I want to make sure that I'm not making just a total blanket statement of all those who grew up in the 60s, because many lived through those times and learned from their mistakes. Some did not. I have two messages today. First one to the hippies. You've had your fun. You've made your wealth. You have become everything you said you despised when you were a kid. You are the man. You are the ones keeping the regular person down. You're the ones kicking the door behind you closed. My generation has always lived in your reckless shadow. We've been the only ones left to clean up your mess. And I feel at times that nothing really has changed. You still get away with it. And it's my generation that pays the price. We were the latchkey kids, not you. We were the ones with a broken family, not you. But I'd like to ask you nicely. Stop. You're the ones preaching. When is enough enough? When is enough enough, Nancy Pelosi? When is enough enough, Chuck Schumer, Harry Reid, Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden? When is enough enough? Go away. Retire. It is time to give other people a chance. And perhaps it's too late for my generation to have the turn. But you will not do to my kids and the next generation what you have done to my generation. And then you blame it on us. You always blame it on someone else. While everyone else has to clean up your mess or live in your pigsty that you left behind. I'm tired of it. And now it's not just about me and my generation. It feels personal because I've been dealing with it since as long as I can remember. But it's actually about protecting our kids. Here's the second message. For all of those who are not part of that arrogant hippie generation that never learned their lesson, you're not alone. Especially those who are millennials. I'm the last year of the boomer, and I've always related to millennials more than boomers. Because it is the boomer generation, on the most part, that has caused all of this mess. I want you to know you're not alone. If you were 15 or 45, you are not insignificant, nor do they have all of the power, all of the answers, or all of the tools. And we need you. Many in my generation get it, and we're fed up. And we'll protect you. We'll help you stand. 
because we know the people very closely. We're closely acquainted with those people. We get it. We need you to right the wrongs of the arrogant. And for any of us who really remember Saturday Night Fever, those days of the 1970s, I just want to remind you, disco came to an end. It was a quick and disastrous demise. It involved steamrollers rolling over these records. America turned the page, and it happened quickly. It seems all we had to do was remember who we really are. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So at this point, it's looking like we're only weeks away from seeing the doors start to close on significant refinancing opportunities. And it's not just inflation. Americans have to deal with more expensive debt, higher taxes, Federal Reserve been buying our government's debt. You need to take care of yourself and your family. You need to do everything you can to strengthen your finances right now. I recommend getting a mortgage review from American Financing. They have salary-based consultants. So we're going to look at your entire financial picture, not just your mortgage. And they'll likely find you a better rate, more comfortable terms. Your financial house needs to be in order. Make sure that you reach out to American Financing because they can help you. You could also skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. I was in this studio. I apologize to Stu if it smells like a, I don't know, a boys camp in here. Uh, but I, I spent about 16 hours in the studio this weekend recording the audio book for uh, The Great Reset. And uh, man, it is a book that you just have to read. You just have to read. Hopefully we'll have that audio book out soon in the next few days. It's got a lot of editing to be done. But uh, it, is, it, it tells you everything you need to know. You know, there's one thing about writing a book because uh, then it, it, you know, it takes you over a year and you read and read and read uh, and then you get away from it for a while while it's being printed. And this is the first time I've read it cover to cover for months. And it is it's better than it's better than I've been saying. It is really the the, you know, decryptor ring. It's the Rosetta Stone. If you want to understand what's coming and coming quickly, you want to understand what's happening in cryptocurrency today, get the book, The Great Reset. Get it on Kindle right now. Order your copy. It's still out of print. And the audiobook is coming very, very soon. Just go to glensnewbook.com. But get it and share it with a friend. The Glenn Beck Program. So making home renovations, especially uh, major home renovations, it's a really exciting idea. I mean, you get on Pinterest and you're like, oh, that would be great. And then uh, you get to the price and the complexity of making things happen. And then you're like, oh, wow, everything's like a thousand times more expensive than I thought. 
So here's the secret. Don't re- um, renovate your entire home all at once and, and look for ways that can really change the feel of your home without costing you a buttload of money. Custom window treatments are a minor home improvement that can have a major impact. Blinds.com makes the entire process incredibly easy. Plus, right now, it's more affordable than ever with prices up to 40% off site-wide. Upgrade one room or tackle your whole house with huge savings on premium blinds, stylish shades, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. You can let them handle the installation or Blinds.com will do it free. They, I mean, they have the professional design consultants that are always there ready to help with Blinds.com. Call them now, Blinds.com. Just go on the website, Blinds.com. Save up to 40% site-wide right now, Blinds.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code, The Great Reset, will save you 15 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. It's Monday. Um, if we're looking at the news today, you see Bitcoin. I mean, the markets are down. Dow is down for the seventh day. This is the uh, the biggest downtrend we've had since 2020. Um, the uh, Bitcoin is in the tank. Uh, it has fallen from as high as 60 to I think it's 33 today. It hit 69 at one point. 69. Yeah. Uh, it is um, everything is everything's being sold. It feels to me like the beginning of a recession it does it doesn't it yeah uh-huh i mean uh-huh. we've all been sitting here saying wait a minute we had a two-year pandemic and everything was shut down and there was no economic consequences out of that on a grand yep. scale obviously it affected yep. businesses and had lots of things like that but like the markets didn't go down they went up yeah i know that doesn't make huh? sense that's one of the that's one of the things in the book that we ask well how could that happen how could that happen and then we explain how it happened uh, and there is um, uh, one chapter, modern, modern Monetary Theory, the fuel for the global economic takeover. And it really is important that you understand um, what's happening to us. Modern Monetary Theory is truly the, the wood, the coal, whatever you want to say, the solar panel for the Great Reset. It is the idea that we can print as much money and spend as much money as we want. And if we have to get the peons, the little people, out of our way so the government can spend the money and not the little people, then that's what we do. Bitcoin is going down today because there was yet another uh, another piece of news that came out from the Fed. Last year, I told you when the Fed's first draft policy paper on digital currencies came out that this would happen, that they are They are now going to war against cryptocurrencies. Uh, And this is the way it's going to happen. First, demonize cryptos. Yellen and Powell have already done this several times. Uh, They're going to say it's used by criminal organizations or they're so volatile. They're robbing investors of value and they're easily manipulated by markets. (laughs) You know why it's so volatile? Because the government is screwing around with it. They're not secure. It can be hacked. Billions of people's investments have been lost or stolen. And so they have to regulate it. They are already requiring investment platforms now, Coinbase and Crypto.com, to report all transactions to the IRS. And they're moving under the SEC 
for formal investor reporting requirements as if they were publicly traded uh, traded stocks. Then the next step is to release the Federal Reserve digital currency and make payments by other currencies illegal. This is what they're going to do. I I outlined this uh, what over a year ago on the program, and it is also in the book, and you're seeing it happen now in real time. So why would they do this? Because you cannot print this kind of money without having absolute control over how it is spent. This is where people are missing it. They'll, they'll say, oh, this is great. It's, you know what? It's going to balance the playing field, and it'll get rid of all those bad banks, and it, it'll be great because... You know, I don't care. I'm not spending my money on something that, you know, is illegal. So I don't care if they watch every dime that comes in and out. You, you are not thinking this through. You don't understand modern monetary theory, which we are now operating under, which is print as much money as you want. And when inflation happens, don't worry. You can control the price by controlling the money that is spent. And they, to do that, they must have access to your account. They must be able to shut your account down and be able to have you not buy. Hey, meat is really expensive. You know what? Your digital coins are not going to work at the supermarket for meat, except for this meat or this amount of meat. Uh, you know what? We have people hoarding stuff and the government needs that toilet paper. So you can only buy one roll a week. And your, your USD coin will buy that. But, I mean, you don't need to hoard, people. Oh, we're having a, a price spike on cement. Well, that's because too many people are trying to buy their house and build a new house. And, you know, I know that's important, but we have infrastructure to build. So the government needs that cement. So your Bitcoin won't be able to buy cement. That is what's coming. Now, this whole scheme is built on the fact that we're the floatiest piece of poop in the toilet, okay? We, we're all poop, all of the currencies around the world. They all suck, but we're the strongest. Well, that doesn't last forever. See, the, what, they, what they fail to recognize is at Bretton Woods, this happened right after World War II, we set the gold standard. We had all the gold. Literally, we had all the gold. So we told the rest of the world, you're going to use our dollars instead of gold. And they said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? We said, look, we have all the gold, so we'll just print the dollars and we're going to keep all the gold here. So you just use it as an exchange for dollars. And we had to promise them we will never go off the gold standard. Well, guess what? In the 1970s, we decided to go off the gold standard. Because everybody was told, you can have it all. The big society, the big war machine, whatever you want, you can have it all. But we're going to have to get rid of the gold standard. But then we promised everyone we would be the buyer because we had all the money. So we're not going to be making the refrigerators anymore. We won't be making the cars. You guys make those things and we'll buy them from you. We're going to become a service group. And we promised them in Bretton Woods, too. We will never debase our money. Well, we're debasing our money. And eventually, people around the world go, wait a minute. America is having us. We're going into 
inflation. We're going into really bad times because Americans are debasing the money, debasing the gold, and we're paying the price. We're not getting any of the benefit. Only America is getting this benefit. We're not. Is there anybody else with a better idea than what America said and lied to us about in the 40s and then again in the 70s? Is there anything, anybody? Anybody got anything? Well, yeah. China will have something. Russia is working on something. The IMF is working on something. The WEF is working on something. Somebody will come up with something. And as soon as that happens, they sell our dollars. And all of those dollars come rushing back to America. And you have hyperinflation and no way to pay for anything. Now, the Federal Reserve says, well, that, we're gonna, that's why we're going to do Bitcoin. You know, we're going to do Bitcoin. We're going to get rid of all those others. And we're going to make sure everybody has to have a USD dollar, a U.S. digital dollar. And all these banks, oh, you're right, these, bank, these big banks, oh, they really made a lot of mistakes. So we're only going to have one bank, the Federal Reserve. Well, the Federal Reserve is the five biggest banks. It's not a government institution. It is City. It's Bank of America. It's J.P. Morgan. J. That's who the Federal Reserve is. Oh, you're going to punish them by making them all just one bank? Oh, boy, they'll learn their lesson, huh? This is what's coming. This is coming quickly. And events will make it move faster. For instance, why is Joe Biden basically giving Ukraine to Russia? He's giving it to them. He, he knows Russia's not afraid of him. He knows that Putin knows this guy's not going to do anything. This guy's not going to do anything. Neither is NATO. They're not going to do anything. Because war resets everything. War is the best great resetter. Changes boundaries. It changes borders. It changes laws. It changes societies. It changes currencies. It changes everything. And in the end, you just want the war to stop. And so you, ex- you accept whatever it is the terms are that you're going to have to live under now. We're in very, very dangerous times. The only way to survive this is to know why they are dangerous times. And they're not dangerous because other Republicans aren't doing their job. Or the Democrats are all communists. Because that's not true. That's not true. We are being misled and we are fighting over things that are ridiculous. We're fighting over masks, which are not, it's not a ridiculous fight. I'm glad we're all standing up and we're saying, hey, enough of this, because that is fascism. We have to do that. But that's not, this is a distraction. The great reset is what we all have to be concentrating on. I urge you to get the book. Now, it's only available digitally right now, but it, uh, but other copies are going to be coming out soon uh, and the um, audiobook. But you need a copy of this. Glenn's new book dot com. LifeLock, all types of different cybercrime. Ransomware has emerged as the top thread in uh, threat in terms of number of attacks, numbers of uh, thieves in action and the amount of money that they can make. Ransomware. 
What was the state that just on, I think, Friday said, we're not dealing with ransom? Yeah, one state just said, basically, it's illegal to do it. I can't remember yeah. which state. And we're not going to pay it. Yeah. We're just not going to pay it. Um, the, um, the government can't even stop ransomware from happening. Happening. So what are the odds that you are? If you become a victim, your life changes. Now, nobody can stop all of this stuff. Nobody can monitor everything that you do. Well, the federal government could. But nobody can stop all cyber and, and identity threats. LifeLock is the best out there. And they are from Norton. I would like you to join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back for 25% off 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. The Glenn Back Program. So, Glenn, the the economy seems shaky, <laughs> but as I mentioned before, it feels to me like the beginning of an actual downturn. This isn't just market volatility. This seems like the beginning of real problems that are going to last, you know, maybe months, years. It's going to be a while. Is that is that how you're, you feel? Uh, right yeah, now? I think this is uh, I think this is a downturn that. Uh, if I, you know, just going back on history, I'm not an economist. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm usually wrong on timing. But let me just go back on history. Back in 1914, uh, 13, 14, and 15, um, you had the Fabian Society, which was all of the elites, the power, powerful elites in the world, were all in the Fabian Society in England. And they came over here and became progressives. And they all wanted World War I. They all said it's going to be short, it's going to be sweet, mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to change everything in Europe. It'll be better for us, better for the people, blah, 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 blah. They're the ones that convinced the churches to get behind it and everything else. It's what set up World War II. As we know, World War I was not quick. It was not quick. It was very bloody. A horror show. A horror show. But it was wanted and pushed by the elites because they could change everything in europe and they did a little great reset <clears throat> of little, their own a little great reset so we're looking at the same kind of toxic stew again where people will look at uh war and say you know what we can change things quickly and uh I, i'm very concerned about the the markets i'm very concerned about and i have been for a long time so it shouldn't come as a surprise to you I don't know how this meltdown is going to happen, but it is going to happen. And when it does, it if we especially if we go into war, remember, Biden is pulling his uh, people out of Ukraine. That is the biggest sign of weakness. That is a sign of we know you're coming in. Let us get out first. They're pulling all of the embassy people from from Ukraine, getting Americans out of there. Uh, Putin is is definitely going in. We're sending NATO troops to the neighboring com- countries. Very dangerous. And we're basically saying, don't go farther than Ukraine. Correct. Right. Correct. If there's a if there's a rogue bomb that goes off in a neighboring country, it could set the entire region on fire and start something horrible. If Putin goes in, certainly China is going to go into to Taiwan. 
And it's because we have a very weak president who has already telegraphed to the entire world exactly what he is willing to do and what he's not willing to do. You cannot have a president that is this weak. You have to have a president. The best thing that Donald Trump could do today is to actually come on the air, come on places and say what he said to uh, Lindsey Graham. Hey, uh, Vladimir, President Z, this guy's not going to be the president next time around. I can guarantee you that. It may not be me, but it's not going to be these people. And don't do anything that you're going to regret in three years because we're not out. That is somebody has to send a strong message to these guys that you will pay for this. But how? Through war? Horrible idea. Horrible idea. Letting them get away with it? Equally horrible idea. This is the way the progressives run. When I was watching that press conference with Biden and he blurted out the minor incursion thing and all the mistakes that he made, I remember thinking to myself, like, I I was on the edge of my seat waiting for him to make a mistake that draws us into war or something worse, something that could happen. Did we actually see that mistake? I think so. I think so. You think that that sealed that sealed the deal and this weekend even more so. Yeah. You know. We're pulling our people out of our embassy. We should be saying we are not closing the embassy. We are not um, pulling our people out because you're not going in. You know, they're saying the time for sanctions, the time for America to act is after he's made a move. After he's made a move? (laughs) Did you read anything about World War II and Germany and Sudetenland and Poland? Nobody moves after that. Nobody moves. You've got to stop them before they come in. Now is the time that if you don't want a war, you hit them with massive sanctions and strength. You're not crossing that border. But will Biden do that? No. And it will play into the Great Reset. The Glenn Beck Program.